This is phoenixradio.com.au. I'm Spencer Halston and welcome to a brand new show coming to you from the University of Southern Queensland's Springfield Studios. Welcome to Unleash Your Career with Lou Bromley. Hello, Lou. Hello, Spencer. How exciting is this? I'm very excited. It's the birth of a brand new radio show right here, (laughs) right now. And congratulations to you if you are listening at this very moment. This is like being at the... I was about to say, it's a bit like being at the Cavern Club watching the Beatles, but maybe I'm overplaying where this will go just a little oh, bit. Oh, we're bigger than the Beatles. <laughs> bigger. <laughs> What's Unleash Your Career all about, Lou? Well, we decided to do a careers radio show to talk about latest breaking careers news and to also talk about careers themes. So today we thought we'd kick it off because it's a very uh, topical topic, so to speak. Here on campus, it's about entrepreneurship. So we've got a few people lined up today to have a chat, one of which is here in the room with me. So I'm going to introduce my colleague, my other half, who job shares with me here at the University of Southern Queensland, Samantha Kilmartin. How are you, Sam? I'm great. Thanks, Lou. Uh, And we've got a special guest who's coming up, but more about that a little bit later. I want to talk to you about a little bit of buzzword bingo about all things entrepreneurs. When you hear letters in particular, abbreviations like MVP and even VC... What do you think of? Um. <laughs> oh, do you want us to buzz in here? <laughs> you, you can. We can be make this a game show style. M. What was the first one? MV- MVP. Well, it's the most valued player, isn't it? That's what I used to think <laughs> the first time I heard of it. Yes. I know it's something. Um, oh, value product. Most valuable product. Minimum viable product. Oh, viable ah. product. So in startup and entrepreneurship circles, um, when I started to first hear these abbreviations and the jargons associated with startups. I found myself, this is a real barrier. I have no idea what they're talking about. And why are we talking about most valuable players when I thought we were here to talk about business? Now, VC, you're tempted in a university to say, vice the chancellor, boss, right? Yeah, yeah the <laughs> vice chancellor. But in fact, in these circles, VC is short for venture capital. Who's going to give you the money to fund it? Also, unicorns, of all things. Oh, we're going to like, talk about unicorns. They're like big players, right? They're like the multi-billionaire Nah, it's no? a horned, you know, horse that sometimes can fly, <laughs> of course. Um, a unicorn is a mythical beast and that's why it's got a bit of a – that's why it's got its name. But it's the billion-dollar success stories. So Airbnb okay. is um, a unicorn. Your Facebooks, which is a very mature company now for startup land. It's coming up to its 10-year um, birthday. So It's what everyone wants to be then. Everyone wants to be this, yes. And everyone wants to discover this. So some stats to put around a unicorn – The reason why there's a lot of money going into entrepreneurship hubs, co-working hubs and startup communities is because we are trying to discover here in southeast Queensland the next unicorn. Um, So for Facebook, for example, there's only about 1,500 people worldwide that are hired by Facebook. But there is about more than 130,000 people who are hired in some sort of Facebook context to use that app as part of their jobs. So to have a unicorn in your backyard means that it's a jobs explosion. So here in southeast Queensland, we're very, very keen at a city council level and a state government level um, to try and find this jobs creation phenomena that is the unicorn. So not so mythical after all. Incubator. What do you think that might mean in startup land? Well, it's got a, based on my experience, and I've, I've been along to a couple of sort of pitch events. And so I'm going to guess, but I might be a little bit off, that it's, it's like a physical space where people come together and share experience. They're all trying to find the next unicorn. 
Is yes, that right? Does it have to be a physical of. space? Okay. Yep, you're no. on the right track. <laughs> Sam, have you got anything else to add? I feel like I'm at school. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I think You've got five um, out of ten. <laughs> I, just working on what Spencer said, I think it's more of like a development sort of program. Maybe there's some support for ideas. Is it that kind of thing? An incubator kind of implies to me development and support around an idea. Yes, so you might already have your minimum viable product or you've done a pitch. Sometimes you might not have that. There's no hard and fast rule about it. But an incubator is a formal program. So money is being thrown at you either to get mentorship, further training or some sort of cash to get your idea to the next step where a venture capitalist would want to invest in your company. Uh, You mean a VC? Uh, well, yes, yeah, yes. A VC. You can start dropping those in there. We know what they mean. <laughs> very good. You're at six out of ten Thank now. You. That was very good. <laughs> but what's the difference between a startup and a small business? Oh, good question. Because I see a lot of people tripping over this, that they're walking around town saying, hey, I'm involved with a startup. But and it's not technically true. Sam? What <laughs> about the difference between a small business, a startup and an entrepreneur? Exactly. Yes. Okay, so I would say that um, a startup is um, has maybe more potential to make more money. Maybe it's like a more innovative idea with the potential to make more money or with a bigger reach than perhaps a small business. Does That's it ha- a uh, well, yeah, yeah, it, no, from innovative. I'm wondering whether because I've I've really struggled with this. Since yeah. everyone started using the term startup, I'm wondering whether I can take the innovative and add in disruptive. Does it have to disrupt some traditional Ooh. business uh, model? You just did a spinal tap 11 out of 10. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent. And that's the key word. Startups are disruptive. So a lot of people are doing small business or they're developing another app to do the thing. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's a startup just because you're developing an app or that you're coding. But there's got to be something about it being a disruptor. So a good one about Southeast Queensland as an example of disruptors or startups in our own backyard, um, for all the gamers out there, Half Brick um, Design Studio uh, are a great success story. So if you've ever played Fruit Ninja on your smartphone, then you have supported a Brisbane or Southeast Queensland-based startup. Right. Uh, and another one is whatif.com, which is almost the granddaddy of your Airbnb and other disruptors, but they're the original disruptor about creating a central marketplace where people were all trading off their accommodation and flights and creating a really competitive um, online platform um, for travel. So whatif.com was um, huge in terms of how it changed things. And it was purely online, but now we've all gone to app-based tech. But Airbnb with a disruptor to come next, essentially, um, beyond your TripAdvisor, beyond your Expedias and so forth, because they actually set it up as, well, you can rent your spare room. You can rent these spaces that aren't traditional tourism and travel type accommodation space for you to sleep. So there's got to be something about where it's fundamentally rocking the core uh, of that industry. Uber's um, the ultimate example, isn't it? And that's exactly, yeah, yeah, you've got it. And yeah, about everyone's renting your spare stuff now. And Uber, it's your car sitting in your garage. Can you make money from that? Uh, and really f- fundamentally rock that taxi licensing industry um, as well. Lou, can we get a score check, please? <laughs> <laughs> Who's actually winning? <laughs> I think it goes to Spencer with so 11 far. out of 10. But is I love like, you as my like colleague. One of, one of those t- English TV show quiz shows where, you know, the, theoretically off the last question, you can still win anyway because it's going to be worth 20 points or something. <laughs> so, you know. is it, you, there... The prize is my undying love. <laughs> I, so, I already have that. What more do I need? Exactly. You both do. So everyone's a winner today um, on Unleash Your Career, um, the inaugural show. There's something I wanted to talk about as well. So we've got past all the um, jargon and some of the 
some of the words that we use about startup communities. But we're also talking about a thing called deep tech. So it's more than just another app. It's fundamentally rocking different industries. And we're talking about things to do in medicine, ag tech. It's also known as clean tech uh, and engineering. Um, and it's ideas that are going to be game changing. And there's been a lot talked about in the Fin Review in April of this year about this and that the challenge is that we've got to put funding behind deep tech ideas. So it's not just about creating an app version of what already exists. True startups are actually the ones that rock the foundations of an industry or the way we do things at its core. So that's a bit of the challenge um, for what startups are all about and getting involved with this as an entrepreneur. Life moves fast. At the University of Southern Queensland, you can study when you want and how you want. Because we care about you, with personalised support throughout your entire learning journey, whether you choose to study on campus, online, full-time, part-time or a combination to suit your busy life. Visit the number one Queensland University provider for online study at usq.edu.au slash your future. That's where you'll find your future your way. All right, we've got a special guest coming up very soon on Unleash Your Career. I'm Spencer Housen, Lou Bromley's here, and Sam Kilmartin. And I think, Lou, we need to go around the table before we go any further and introduce ourselves to the listener. So who are you, Lou? Who is Lou? Lou is a career development officer here at the Ipswich campus, and I job share with the vivacious Sam Kilmartin. So that's a great segue over to Sam. So my background has been in human resources, um, human resources consulting. I've worked for big businesses, always in the space of career development and um, human resources, and now based here at Springfield, working with students in career development. And I'm a radio guy. So I, te I teach radio here at the University of uh, Southern Queensland, Springfield, after uh, almost a quarter of a century working at the ABC. Now, we've got a special guest. and We've been keeping him a bit of a mystery until now. Um, we've got him on the phone. His name is Jock Fairweather. Can Jock hear us now? Yes. Hi, Jock. <laughs> the system works. Hello, Jock. <laughs> How's it going, team? Jock, team I'm going gonna, gonna to do an intro for you, if you like. Oh, wonderful. Tell me if I go wrong here. <laughs> um, Jock is basically a successful businessman. He is the founder of a startup hub called Little Tokyo 2 that has multiple um, offices around Brisbane and southeast Queensland. He started with a luxury shoe brand, interestingly, and he sold that at the age of 21. He has been voted the um, Small Business Person of the Year and he sits on the boards of multiple companies. But his main passion in life is reviving and reinvigorating the entrepreneurial spirit of Brisbane and South East Queensland. I happen to know that Jock just received another award. Jock, can you just tell us what that award was, please? What was the award? I don't know. You I'm told not me, sure. You told me last week. <laughs> it was another, I don't know, another one to add on to the mantelpiece. Oh, yeah. I don't know. And then I just get put on all these judging panels and boards. I'm not really sure. The most important thing is that I give valid feedback that can help people grow. Great, Jock. What is it like on a day-to-day -day basis working in a co-working hub and how does it actually work? Little Tokyo 2 in particular, if you were going to put it in a uh, buzzword bucket, would be a generalised incubator. And so the way a co-working space works, if you can visualise it on your far left, is basically a shared office space where a bunch of like-minded people hang out. Uh, they work at desks or in offices or in shared space. Uh, there's boardrooms and often there's cinemas and Xboxes and beer kegs and you name it. And that's basically their office place. And they spend their time there bouncing their ideas off each other and supporting each other 
through the good and bad times. An incubator is the same physical object. However, you add a number of other really important elements to starting a small business, such as mentorship, door opening, goal setting accountabilities, and maybe some form of structured programs. In the third box, you have an accelerator, which is the same as an incubator. However, you're given money in return for equity for your business so that you can make whatever it is you're trying to happen a little bit faster. Little Tokyo 2 plays, I suppose, in all three areas. Realistically, we're an incubator, uh, but we do provide funding through some of our corporate partners, and we do provide educational programs like launch programs, uh, where you can come with an idea and leave with a validated business in an eight-week period of time. Can you explain a little bit about the launch program and what, what do people need to do to apply for it? Sure. It's pretty simple. I've made a lot of mistakes in the last 10 years in business. And the best way to not make those mistakes is to spend time around those who have, because they can guide you through the roller coaster of which is small business and startup land. We basically put together a weekend program uh, that's very intense. We cover off on everything you need to take whatever idea you come for that weekend through to reality where you can prove that it's worthwhile uh, adventuring down that you know business track and we then provide eight weeks of in, intense mentorship and support uh, to make sure that you reach those milestones that are required so that you can go off on your own usually people graduate out of that to hang out at little tokyo too where they kind of begin their real growth phase Jock, it's Lou here. I've, tell us a little bit about those companies and startups that are based with you at Little Tokyo 2 at Springfield. That's a really great question, Lou. We, we have a myriad of companies. Uh, what's really important to Little Tokyo 2 is that we vet people not based on what industry they're from or experience level they have. We vet people on a culture code that we've developed. Uh, it's approximately 20 points long and can include anything from Uh, their ethics and moral standpoints through to must-love puppies. (laughs) In in that way, we're able to fill uh, a community with really like-minded people. Uh, So we have companies such as Google, Shopify, and McKinsey. Uh, We have growing startups uh, like Citrus and Lorcadia that are really well-known tech growing startups. But we also have artists and graphic designers and sort of more innovative law firms for example. I think what's really important to understand is that the real crux of innovation is the cross-pollination between industries that never thought they could mix. Oh, I like that. Is that what you find is the X factor about getting out of your spare room at home and working on your business idea in a co-working hub is that you get to cross-pollinate and be motivated by each other in a co-working hub? 100%. You know, the, the problems that people face in business across Almost every industry are identical. And you talk to any small business owner that works, even in a service office, they'll say they're bored, lonely, lost, unmotivated, no one to bounce their ideas off and no one to get advice from. Um, So, I mean, that's basically the problem statement you fix with a co-working space or an incubator. And you've hit your nail on the head. It doesn't look like a serviced office, does it? Can you describe what the physical space looks like? Unfortunately for this question, we operate five spaces. They're all vastly different. Uh, we have an, you know, the oldest Japanese restaurant in Australia, which is one of our spaces, and we have 
an electrical substation. <laughs> uh, we also have like very fancy spaces in the inner city that have, you know, rooftop gardens and, and whatever. If you could imagine, if I was going to describe your picture in words, I would describe Marvin Gaye, cute puppies, incredible people, inspiring stories and Whiskey Wednesdays. <laughs> Well, you had me at Marvin Gaye. I didn't really listen to the rest of that statement. I've got a question for you about your prediction about the future. So we're doing some crystal ball gazing. What are, mm. you going, what are you predicting for the future of the way we're going to work and future jobs? That's a really good question. I think the future of jobs will be based around creativity slash problem solving and building true relationships with people. I would suggest that a lot of the major companies probably won't die. I think they'll pivot a lot. I do believe that almost every sort of uh, data entry style job will disappear. Um, I think that service-based companies will thrive. And I think there is a lot to be seen in the disruption for places like banks and real estate when decentralization comes through from blockchain uh, and is totally proven. God knows what will happen with AI, but we'll wait to see. And I'm really excited to see the advancements in medical and environmental technology. I think those will be the big ticket items in, in terms of sort of like world health, aging population, you know, a starving population and so on. Lou introduced us to the term unicorns, Jock. Yes. Tell us what it, where it is, what it's going to be, and so we can all invest in it is my question. <laughs> oh, you're asking me for a company that will be. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Your hot tip. Yeah, that's right. My hot tip. Uh, to be honest, with investments, if that's what you're talking about, it's very difficult to pick winners. Uh, and the closest thing you're going to get to picking a winner is picking someone that has a really strong target market, a really strong industry expertise, in whatever it is they're pursuing. And they've got a founding team that is resilient and driven and have a very serious vision. That's about as close as you're going to get to being able to pick the next unicorn. We would like to hear about the best career advice you've received. That would come down to two things, I think. Uh, one is say yes and then figure it out later, i.e. if you had an the option to take a free unpaid internship at your dream company, you would take it for sure and you'd do everything in your power to uh, deliver the best value and execute as much as you could as part of that company because you'll be sure to get a gig after that. And the second thing for people that want to start their own businesses is that just because you like pies doesn't mean you sell pies. First, yeah. you need to start with something. You need to build a vehicle for either financial, political, or position leverage, and then you use that to begin pursuing what your real dream is. It's very unlikely that you will achieve whatever your ideal vision is in a very short period of time. So I think you need to learn some important lessons along the way uh, as building blocks to get there. Thank Great you advice. so much. Thanks for joining us on the program, Jock. My pleasure. Thanks, Thanks Jock. So See you. Jock Fairweather, this is Unleash Your Career. Next week, we're going to talk to members from Little Tokyo 2 to find out a bit more about their entrepreneurial journeys. Otherwise, we're at the end of the first. Great. Unleash Your Career. Unleash Your Career. Jazz hands. Jazz hands all around. We're out of yes. here.